Happy Tuesday, Razorback fans. You are four days away from Razorback football. That's all it is. Just four days. You got to get through the rest of the week, and then you get to go to Donald W. Reynolds Razorback Stadium and watch your team play for the first time since January. January 1st. It's been that long, and it's almost here, Robert. I got Robert Stewart with me. I'm Mason Choate. This is the Gridiron Hogs podcast. We are part of the Hogbeat Podcast Network and also hogbeat.com. Go visit hogbeat.com right now, and this week only, until game day, September 3rd, you can get your first year of Hogbeat for just $22. It's normally $100, so that is about 78% off. I mean, that is an incredible deal for a full year of insider access to hogbeat.com. That means you get the premium stories, you get the message board, you get all of the things that come with that subscription. It's great. The trough message board is awesome. A lot of insider information over there, including stuff from ourselves, from subscribers. And then you get access to those premium stories. A lot of the recruiting content we do, more in-depth pieces. Um, you get access to those. You don't have to click on it. And it says to continue reading, subscribe. Like you can read all of it. And so, that is uh that's why you want to do it. It's just $22. I think that's six cents a day. Like it, 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 you can afford that. Trust me, you can afford that. And you, I know that you want it. It's $22 for your first year. So if you're a new subscriber, you can get it for just $22. I'm telling you, go do it. Visit hogbeat.com, click on the link and it will be worth your time. All right. A lot to get to today, Robert. Um, Monday depth chart released. And we'll talk about that. Talk about, you know, our takeaways, um, a lot of what we expected, but some things are a little bit unexpected. And then we'll talk about what Sam Pittman said in his Monday press conference, looking ahead to Cincinnati. And then we'll talk about what we saw at Monday's practice as well. Uh, Robert, I'll let you start with what you took away from what Sam Pittman said on Monday. Yeah, so one big thing early, um, you know, last week, I feel like two of the biggest stories were injuries to Jaden Hazelwood and um Brady Latham maybe not injuries so much as absence from practice we don't know exactly what's going on with him they haven't released that information but um those two guys in particular were asked about in Monday's presser and he does indeed expect both of them to be ready for Saturday uh Mason I don't know I didn't exactly pay attention to who who was and who wasn't there I think I saw Jaden Hazelwood in green yesterday was Latham out there did you notice uh Hazelwood was in green um, I think that's just precautionary. He was moving fine, looked fine. Uh, and Brady Latham was there full go, not in green. Uh, he, he did not participate in fastball. Uh, neither did Hazelwood, but Latham was not in green. So that's a good sign. Yes. So Pittman said he expected both to uh, perhaps even debut at practice. Once again, both were out there. So, yep, good sign. Um, and then uh, the, the other one for me is a cornerback, right? Listed Ladarius Bishop as, as the, starting corner opposite of Hudson Clark. And uh, he, he sounded unconvinced uh, when, when answering the, 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 the question about that yesterday. Um, he said they're still working it out. It uh, feels like Dwight McLeathern and Malik Chavis are still in the mix there. Uh, when we were watching fastball drills, we saw McLeathern taking first team reps. So um, that even, even though Bishop's listed, it still, still seems very much up in the air. Yeah, that's and that's that's really the big thing. The big takeaway 
was that Bishop first team, McLaughlin first team in practice. Um, Bishop being first team on the depth chart, McLaughlin first team in practice. So we'll talk about that. Um, so let's let's just get into the depth chart, Robert. Let's let's do that right now. Let me pull it let's up. Let's do it. I don't know it all. I mean, I probably could say it off the top of my head, but I want to make sure that I'm being factual. Um, so they released the week one depth chart. Um, offensively, not really many surprises. KJ Jefferson, Malik Hornsby. Um, I'm surprised that I, I am kind of surprised they didn't go three deep at quarterback and just put Cade Fortin on there. Um, but they only went two deep with Jefferson and Hornsby. You know that Fortin's the third team guy, though. Um, running back, I was I was more surprised they didn't go three deep at running back than quarterback because it's Rocket Sanders, of course, first team, AJ Green, second team. I would have thought Rashad Dominion, you know, you would have seen his name on there because you assume that he's probably going to get some carries um, or at least he'll play to some capacity on the offense. Um, tied in, Trey Knox, Nathan Bax is the second team. Hudson Henry being the third team, and it wasn't just third team. It was Nathan Bax or Hudson Henry. That was a little surprising because we've seen Tyrus Washington as a third team tied in all of fall camp and leading up to now. And so it seems like Hudson Henry – um, you know, I guess he's doing a little bit better. Yeah, I mean, that's that's got to be encouraging for him, right? Because it seems like the only quotes we've had about him are, you know, he, he couldn't, finish, couldn't finish practice the first day, and then he, he just – everybody was talking about what a team guy he is rather than what a great player he is, you know? Yeah. Um, and then wide receiver, you know, the three starters that you expected, Warren Thompson, Jaden Hazelwood, Matt Landers, um, the only question going into that was would Jaden Hazel would be on the starting lineup and he was because he missed some time at practice last week but um, and then Jaden Wilson Bryce Stevens Keytron Jackson as the second teamers third teamers Quincy McAdoo Sam Bakke Isaiah Satania and Harper Cole so they went four deep on third team just to get Harper Cole in there um, <clears throat> I was a little surprised to not see like if one of the freshmen I think is going to break through it's going to be Quincy McAdoo at this point. Like, I I really think that Sam Pittman likes Quincy McAdoo a lot. He also – I mean, he likes all three of the freshmen, but when I'm at practice, he he's very complimentary of Quincy McAdoo. He, he talks highly of him in the press conferences. Quincy McAdoo makes big plays in practice. And so um, I wouldn't be shocked to see him maybe catch a pass on Saturday. I don't know. I mean, he's a third-team guy, so it's like how much is he going to actually play, though, you know? Right. Probably um, depends on the margin of the score. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So offensive line remains the same. Luke Jones, Brady Latham, Ricky Stromberg, Bo Limmer, Dalton Wagner. And then the second team, Andrew Shambly at left tackle, left guard, Jalen St. John. Center, Patrick Kudas, right guard, and Marion Harris, right tackle, Tykees Crawford. Okay. A lot Defensive, of freshmen on that second team. Yeah. I mean, it, it, they'll be fine. I don't. You don't expect really those guys to play. If they do, exactly. something goes wrong. Um, defensively, defensively, they went with a four-man front. So, Jashad Stewart and Zach Williams as the ends. Eric Gregory, Isaiah Nichols as the tackles. That does not mean that, uh, you know, they're going to come out and start in a four-man front, but that's your four-man front if they do. So, they did run a four-two-five when they were running scouts, though, as we were leaving. So, that's an interesting note. In fastball, they ran – a three-man front, but then they had four-man when they were running scouts. And so you think that's probably more of what it's going to actually look like in the game. Uh, and then the 2D, I, I don't know. I don't want to keep reading through the 
the freaking depth chart. Like, if you want to see the full depth chart, go visit it on hogbeat.com. But we'll just go through the rest of the starters. So, the Will linebacker, bumper pull, Mike, Drew Sanders, Nickel, Miles Slusher, corners, Hudson Clark, Darius Bishop, and then the safeties to be expected, Jalen Cattle and Simeon Blair. Kicker, Cam Little, kickoff, Cam Little or Jake Bates. Punter, Reed Bauer or Max Fletcher. Uh, Reed Bauer is your holder. Long snapper, Eli Stein. Kick return, A.J. Green and Rashad DeBinion, so two running backs. And then punt return, Bryce Stevens and Harper Cole. So, Haven't haven't locked it down at special teams yet, and uh, Pittman was a jokester about that during the press conference yesterday, but uh, I guess we'll see come Saturday. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's, that's the depth chart, and like I said, no surprises really. I mean, even with the cornerback thing, you kind of expected it to be that way, like – I don't know. Weeks. I I expected McLaughlin to be on the first team depth chart, and then we got to practice, and we were sitting outside of practice, and we were talking with another member of the media, and we were like, you know what's going to happen, right? We're going to get in there, and then they're going to run first team fastball, and Dwight McLaughlin is going to be with the first team corners. And sure enough, what happened? There's Dwight McLaughlin, and so it's like, okay, take it with a grain of salt. It's fastball. You know that fastball depth charts don't mean a whole lot. And then as we were leaving, and they were doing scouts. Dwight McLaughlin with the first team. He's the first team corner alongside Hudson Clark. Everyone who who passed by as as we were leaving said, "Nudie's going to start, isn't he? McLaughlin's going to start, isn't he? Yes. It 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 really just feels that way. It it does, and I feel like throughout all of fall camp when he played third team, you know, it it became a little concerning after like a week. But you still felt like, well, he's still going to start, right? Like, that's that's what's going to happen. He's going to start. And, uh, I mean, Sam Pittman said it himself. They, you know, they listed Darius Bishop on the depth chart, but that does not mean that he's going to actually start. And so, at that point, it's like, well, what's the depth chart for? But anyways, um, that's that's something that's interesting. I think McLaughlin should start at corner. Um, I No offense to Darius Bishop, I just – you know, I go back and watch tape from last year and everybody talks about Hudson Clark and how he gets burned. Um, Ladarius Bishop got burned quite often last year. And so I don't know. You just you just hope that the cornerbacks as a whole are better because it's not you talk about Hudson Clark and how how good he's been in, in fall camp and in practice. And it's like, well, I mean, this is also the same Hudson Clark who has struggled in game. So all of it is just talk. It's all just practice talk until you see it in the game. All right. And Sam Pittman said it best yesterday. I mean, I don't have the exact quote here, but uh, it's like it's it's hard to know how good anybody is until you see one game. I mean, he, he just said what I've been saying this whole this, this whole time. I feel very validated. Thank you, Sam. Yeah. So basically you're saying like I am Sam Pittman. Is that what you're saying? I, I could be the head coach of the Arkansas Razorbacks. I don't know. Yeah, no, you couldn't. That, <laughs> you're going to get people in the YouTube comments, and I'm going to have to go <laughs> delete them. Speaking of which, thank you to everybody who uh, decides to hate on us in the YouTube comments because at least you're listening, you know. Thank you for listening. Um, so uh, the big the big quote from Sam Pittman, though, was talking about the party, and uh, here's what he said. He said, I think the first couple of series are going to be really important to figure out what kind – or." to figure out kind of what they're bringing to the party. Some guys bring iced tea and some guys bring liquor. You just got to figure out what they're bringing. 
go into two minute offense and you'll figure out what kind of party you're going you're going to on the first play. So I mean I think that makes sense, and he he put it, you know he 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 did a good way of putting it there. But um, he, those first two series, there that's going to determine what kind of game it's going to be and how hard or how easy it's going to be for Arkansas to compete against Cincinnati. Yeah, I mean we'll we'll definitely know before too long. Uh, on that topic, what are you bringing? What are you bringing to game day? Uh, I am bringing my computer, a notebook. And uh, my phone, I guess that's that's about what I'm going to be bringing. I'll dress up nicer than I normally dress up. No iced tea, no liquor. No, no dude, I'm not going to bring. I'm not a tea guy, and I'm definitely not bringing liquor on game day. <laughs> I got to be like locked in, and I cannot. I won't be doing that. What are you bringing? Uh, I don't know. Iced tea sounds pretty good to me. I mean, you are a tea guy, aren't you? I am. If I weren't working, then we could talk about liquor, but. I'm sipping on some coffee right now. You can't see it because of the green screen, but I'm I have my Super Bowl champions, Kansas City Chiefs coffee mug. What a great gift. I wonder who gave that to you. Yeah, courtesy of Robert Stewart. Oh, you can see it for a second there. This is for the YouTube crowd only. If you're listening on Spotify and Apple, sorry. Um, okay. Let's see. What else did we want to talk about? Oh, yeah. Takeaways from practice. Like I said, they were running a 3-3-5 during fastball on the first team defense, 4-2-5 against the scout team. Uh, let's see. Oh yeah. Uh, on the topic of Quincy McAdoo, um, another reason that I just really think Sam Pittman likes him is because Sam Pittman will be very complimentary of a player in practice if he likes them. And if he doesn't, then he's just like sits there and watches. And yesterday when Quincy McAdoo was running routes, Pittman goes, that's a good ass, good ass route, McAdoo, good ass route. And with everybody else, he just kind of like sat there and watched. And I mean, it's they all ran the same route, but he felt like he needed to say that to McAdoo. So I, I just feel like he likes McAdoo. Um, let's see. So yeah, the big thing was the depth chart. Um, they really just went too deep in a lot of spots. Not as many oars as I thought they were going to be. A lot of them were on special teams. But uh, Robert, what what are you taking away from that? Yeah, I mean if. I, I forget because we've done multiple recordings, but if I haven't already hit on it, the the, the two injured players from last week being back, the, those were big. Um, depth chart, I, again, the the I feel like the listing, the four deep, is, is just a formality up front. I, I mean, it, it seems like they're – but I mean, based on what I have watched at practice and heard from Deke Adams and Sam Pittman is they feel more comfortable with three – uh, and and I, I do like the thought of using Drew Sanders as uh, in the pass rush too. Um, so uh, I don't know. I mean, Nichols and Gregory, both great tackles. Are we going to see them out there as tackles the same time a lot? I, I kind of think not. Yeah, I mean, you got to think that the secondary is very talented. They got some great safeties. I mean, Jalen Catalan, Simeon Blair, but Latavius Sprini and Jaden Johnson could both be starters as well. Um, and then, of course, at nickel, you're looking at Miles Slusher, Trent Gordon, and Ja'Cory Turner. So the, I think the talent is a little bit better there on the back end, and so they can afford to rush three and trust, you know, their their DBs and, of course, some of the linebackers in Bumper Pool and Drew Sanders. And then, of course, you know, the, the two deep on the, on the linebacker, 
was interesting. So you see Chris Paul, Poopal, and Jordan Crook. I thought maybe Jackson Woodard would be there on the two deep, but he's he's the third third team will linebacker behind Poole and Crook. So true freshman Jordan Crook, we'll probably see him play because we talked to linebackers coach Michael Scherer, uh earlier in fall camp, and he said that you know it's not going to be a, as much like it was last year where it's like they had three linebackers and you wouldn't see a whole lot after that and Grant Morgan, Hayden Henry, and Bumper Pool. He said you're going to see a lot of everybody. And so you'll probably see Jordan Crook play some meaningful snaps this Saturday. Yeah, I mean, losing Grant Morgan and and Hayden Henry, like you're, you're not just going to replace those two guys with two other guys. It, it, it just can't be that simple. No. Um, so, you know, that's that's really most of what there is to talk about today. Uh, depth chart, what we saw at Monday practice. Um, and then, of course, you know, Sam Pittman's iced tea and, and liquor quote. Like, that's what it was. Uh, let's see. I'm making sure I didn't miss anything on the injury report. Uh, Devin Manuel was back at practice. He hadn't been at practice in over a week. Uh, Dominique Johnson, the running backs, were doing a drill where they had to, like, get their knees up. And uh, they they had a little punching stick, and they were trying to punch the ball out. And he he struggled to get his knees up. And which is understandable for a guy recovering from an ACL injury. And uh, some of the other running backs, you know, struggled to get their knees up as well. It's just you can see that he's probably not game ready, and that's why he's not playing on Saturday. Um, but he's getting there. And so that's that's the update on Dominique Johnson. During that same drill, Rashad Dabinion, the true freshman, he was the only running back to have the ball knocked out of his hands. So um, – I don't think that he was really ready for it because it was like before he even started, like the first punch just knocked it out. I don't know if he was just like, if he had the ball locked in yet, he was ready to go. So um, that's just like a a little tidbit from practice. And then uh, Jaden Wilson still in green recovering from a shoulder injury. And then Josh street, who is the backup center when he's out there, still not at practice. He hasn't been there in over a week. So Um, Robert, it's exciting. I think I think Luke Fickle is speaking speaking to the media today. I don't I I think it's on ESPN plus maybe. So maybe uh-huh. watch it on the television. So we'll have some material to talk to with our Cincinnati guy tomorrow. Yes, we are having a Cincinnati beat writer tomorrow. Um I'm probably going to pronounce his name wrong and he can pronounce it right tomorrow. Sam Kwiatkowski. He uh, writes for Bearcat Report. That is the Rivals website for Cincinnati. And then I also have a managing editor for the Bearcat Report. Um, I'm going to be honest. I can't remember his name right now. Um, But he is going to do uh, a little Q&A for the website. We'll make that a premium story. So that's why you need to get in there and get that $22 for a year if you're a first-time subscriber so you can read inside information from what the Cincinnati beat writers are saying. Um, but tomorrow, yes, we will have a beat writer on talking Cincinnati because, to be quite honest, we don't know a whole lot about them. <laughs> we don't. And, I mean, Sam Pittman himself was like, I I mean, like, there's they have so many new guys, they don't know who they're going to play at quarterback. And that's why he talked about those first two, those first two series. They're going to find out, you know, did Cincinnati really lose a whole lot and take a step down, or did they rebuild and they're still really freaking good? The, the one constant I took away from yesterday is their offensive line. Sounds like they got all five guys coming back. However, they did switch offensive line coaches. So I yeah. wonder what kind of effect that will have. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just excited, man. I'm I know. Excited. I hear you. Game day. I'm, 
I'm ready to see the crowd too. I know. I think people are going to be out and ready to go. So um, with that, that'll do us today. A little bit of a shorter episode on the Gridiron Hawks podcast, but we will talk to everybody on Wednesday when we have Sam Kwiatkowski. And uh, yeah, four days. Four days, Robert. Let's go. I'm ready. Talk to everybody on Wednesday. Thank you.